Epcot or Animal Kingdom? Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom? Tricky questions for the uninitiated, but luckily for you, we are, in fact, initiated. Today on the Bellhop Desk, myself along with Bellhop interns Maddox and Lexi will answer the age-old question. I only have one day available. Which park should I visit? We're about to tell you what we pick and why in an episode I'm doomed to likely title, King of the Thrill. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Bellhop Desk, where you're always too early to check in, but luckily for you, we're always willing to keep you entertained. Today, I'm joined at the desk by interns Maddox and Lexi. Uh, They'll give you a little bit of insight on how a 13-year-old girl and a 16-year-old boy would prioritize a day in the parks. Uh, When these guys were little, we were living in Southern California, so it was really nothing for us to go to the Disney parks several times a month. Uh, Disney's been a major element in their lives for as long as they can remember. And because of that, I actually, personal preference, uh, prefer the California parks over Florida. Most of that is sentimental, but I also think Disneyland has the superior versions of elements that they have in common. Castle aside, though, the Disneyland castle, after you've been to Disney World or any other Disney park, looks like a cake topper. All right, I have rambled enough. It is time to get down to ranking these parks, and Lexi will lead us off. Lexi, number four, please. Personally, I would put Animal Kingdom at a four, meaning the least the you know the least favorite honestly it's a great park you know it's a disney park what would you expect but it's one it's way too hot out it's just it's really tiring it has some amazing attractions and honestly it's a great concept i think there's just too much cons not enough pros i mean some really do enjoy it and i don't blame them but personally it's just not for me what are some of the cons Well, it's really hot out. A lot of the times with how crowded it is due to it being a Disney park, it makes that a lot worse. It, I mean, again, it's not for everyone and that's fine, but it just, it doesn't, its appeal is just not as like widespread. It's just, you know. All right. Thank you, Lexi. Maddox, number four, please. All right. So my number four is the same. It's Animal Kingdom. This park is mostly a zoo, which I'm not that big a fan of zoos in the first place, but all the other parts of it are also kind of lackluster. So I'll talk a lot about different zones in the parks because that's one of my favorite aspects to any theme park. And I think it has the most lackluster. All the zones that it does have are very unmemorable. It has Pandora, the Avatar thing, and it has the Dino Land, and that's all I can really remember. While Avatar is kind of cool. It's got the really big structure and it's got pretty cool rides. Other than that, I don't remember a single thing over an Avatar. Uh, I mean, I guess there are some cool plants. Uh, so they have a few rides. They have the Avatar rides. They have that dinosaur ride. And, yeah. Okay, now what about changes you'd like to see? Having some sort of thing similar to how Epcot has different countries, they could have something like that where it's like different animals and species from each place maybe not exactly that but something that differentiates each area more makes you want to see the animal part of the park a little bit more than just seeing like oh here's a safari 
In my opinion, so again, I do believe that it's, I mean, it's made for some people, not made for all, but I think just making it more comfortable, which again, can't be that comfortable. It's a park, you know, what do you expect? But honestly, just making it again, less hot, just getting, finding more ways to have like it not be miserable. Okay. I had Animal Kingdom as my number four as well. Um, I think on the plus side, the theming is fantastic. Um, The the immersion in the different areas is pretty spot on. It's got some really good dining options. Um, Tiffin's is really good. A lot of the quick service is really good. Um, the rides, the ones they do have, which aren't a lot, but the ones they do have, Expedition Everest is fantastic. Um, Dinosaur is great. Flight of Passage is awesome. Um, as far as the the cons of the park, like Navi River is okay. Uh, it's not worth any more than probably a half an hour wait, if that. Um, Dino Land's terrible. Dino Land was designed to be te- almost to be terrible. It was designed to be like a roadside attraction, and it, it's they've accomplished their mission too good. It, it's too much of a roadside attraction. Um, the park always seems hotter than all the other parks. I don't know what what that's about. It, it's just. It just seems so hot. So it's like a fancy zoo, but you can hardly see any of the animals. Uh, The Cali River Rapids ride is a terrible excuse for a raft ride. The Yeti animatronic is not operating up to its fullest potential. He was... Okay, at at one point, there's a big Yeti animatronic. He tries to reach out and grab the, um, the roller coaster car you're riding in. He's very cool looking. It's it's honestly a very intimidating animatronic. But in the action, the motion he was making was putting stress fractures on the frame of the mountain. So they had to put him in like a standby mode where he isn't moving anymore. But there is a disco light, excuse me, a strobe light flashing when you go past him. The fact that he has so much potential and he's just static is, is is a great disservice to the to the people who designed the mountain and, and built it but supposedly per joe Rody, the only way to fix it is to completely take the mountain apart and i don't see that happening so we're stuck with disco yeti and one last thing why is there a rainforest cafe right outside the main entrance those are terrible the food's terrible the animatronics are terrible inside the park they have Fantastic food and one of the most advanced animatronics ever made. And right outside the park, you have the Chuck E. Cheese version of both. So, yeah, get rid of the Rainforest Cafe. And Lexi, give us your number three, please. At number three, I realize that this is a very hot take, but I would put Hollywood Studios. I understand the hype, but honestly, I just don't like it that much. It might just be because I don't enjoy thrilling rides as much as others, and it's great for what it is, but I just can't enjoy it the way other people will. Now, my personal ranking, I think for it to be improved, it would have to have less thrilling. It would have to just be less of what it is, which is why I don't really expect it to change because, I mean, it's Hollywood Studios. It's what it is. There are other parks that are what I like, and I think it's good that they have parks that are for different people, but still enjoyed by the masses this was pretty tough for me but i put epcot at number three pavilions are obviously amazing it's the best part of the park by far each 
country is very detailed and there's a lot to do in each one. But my biggest issue is, is the rest of the park. There are a few cool rides, but this part is personal preference. Every time I've been there, there's been construction recently. So the entire uh, place, the f entire future tomorrow place has been covered in walls that you can't see anything. So that's a big problem. Of course, like I said, there are a lot of good rides like Spaceship Earth. There's the new Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's really good if you like shopping. There's lots of places to shop. There's lots of like that one store where you could get the free samples of each country's drink. Some of those are horrible, but yeah, club cool. That's an odd name, but yeah. What they could do to improve it, I honestly don't know. I'm not entirely sure what it could do to in increase in my opinion because I'm just not a huge fan of the th general theming the park has. I think some of it's a little bit outdated. It's kind of like it's kind of like Tomorrowland where their future is different except not quite as bad. That's all I really have to say. All right, guys. Thanks for your input. Well done. Much appreciated. Uh, my number three is Magic Kingdom. Uh, on the plus side, Magic Kingdom has uh, great rides and a great variety of rides. Uh, it's the most kid-friendly. You can never go wrong taking smaller kids to Magic Kingdom. A lot of the lines now have interactive elements in them that will help keep those kids occupied on busy days. The park also has a lot of great selections when it comes to table service and counter service. Uh, now, on the on the negative side, getting to it can be a pain. Having to take the monorail or the boat can really slow you down sometimes. The rides, in my opinion, are inferior to the Disneyland versions. So, great rides, but still not as great as the, the Disneyland versions. Um, the Haunted Mansion doesn't get the nightmare overlay for Halloween and Christmas. I get why they do it, but it's, it's an awesome overlay. I wish they would do it. Uh, and the crowds, the park, even though it's it's a big circle, it doesn't handle crowds too well because there are a lot of choke points. And with there being a lot of smaller kids, there's going to be a lot of strollers. And you are more inclined to see more parent and kid meltdowns at, at Magic Kingdom than any of the other parks. And that's my number three. All right, Lexi, your number two, please. At my number two, I would have to put Magic Kingdom. It's a great and classic park. Uh, again, good for what it is, but I mean, compared to my number one, it just isn't all that. Uh, Disneyland really shows how it's not amazing. Uh, again, I haven't, I have no actual memory of Disneyland, but from seeing and hearing about it, it's just a lot better. Uh, it's the most Disney Disney park, I would have to say, which is like, you know, giving it credit for that. But I just, I, I'm not going to go out of my way to, to go there compared to some of the other parks. I have the same thing. I have Magic Kingdom. So it's got a lot of classic rides, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, and Splash Mountain, all of that. Now, for a lot of people, they say that Disneyland is better. I can't personally say because I've been there so long, so... I won't say that. Most of these rides are the only versions that I can remember, so they do have a lot more memorability to me. But 
there are I can't think of any main issues with the park that I have. It's more that I prefer the other one. I am a I'm a big fan of thrill rides and I they have thrill rides. They're kind of thrill. They're like Space Mountain, you know. Uh, Splash Mountain has that drop, and their themes are very cool. I like the four sections. I like how that's set up, but I feel like I think it's more than four. Actually, I, I, I don't know. I I could be wrong about that. It's got a great castle. You know, it's a lot better than Disneyland's, in my opinion. I guess it's just because it's taller. I think that's. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of food. There's a lot of food options there. And that's everything I have for Magic Kingdom. Alright guys, thanks for your input. Um, my number two is Epcot. Reasons being food. You have all these pavilions representing all these different countries that all have all these different countries' food available. You also have festivals constantly going on that bring their own different menus. So when it comes to food selections and the Disney park, there's no better place than Epcot. As far as the festivals, the festivals are fun. They, they offer a lot of revisit value to that, to Epcot specifically. The pavilions are gorgeous, very photogenic, very well detailed. Um, it's, it's nice being able to be in the Mexico pavilion and look across and see Japan. Shopping is a lot of a lot of fun in Epcot. Uh, each country, each pavilion will have products that you can only get in Epcot without going to these individual countries. Pavilion staff. If you are in the China Pavilion, you will interact with people from China. The same with Germany, the same with Morocco. Um, that is a very awesome detail. Uh, Club Cool is a lot of, is a lot of fun. So Club Cool, there are unlimited samples of different soft drinks from around the world. Sprite with cucumber. That's from Russia. There's a cola from China that has a barbecue sauce aftertaste. Sounds very weird. It's actually very tasty. There's something called Beverly. It is notorious. It is famous. It is an aperitif from Italy and it tastes like liquid sadness, but try it. You got to. Um, the layout of the park handles crowds very well. There aren't many places where bottlenecks can occur. And it, the, the crowd just disperses nicely in the Epcot Park. On the bad side. <laughs> Again, Beverly. It's terrible. Drinking in the park. So there's this thing called drinking around the world. Where you drink one or more alcoholic beverages in each of the different pavilions. Sometimes people go overboard and overindulge, and that can result in rowdy, drunk people walking around the park. And it has been problematic. So that's one of the downsides. Um, future world is weird. The future area is... They could have done better, but it works, and I know they are doing a lot of construction in that area. Um, not, a park great, not a great park for kids. Um, but mine love it. So I'm thankful for that. Uh, the Guardians ride is fantastic, but the fact that it's located in this park and where it's at kind of throws off the theming, but 
fun ride and Epcot did need another thrill ride. So that was my number two. Lexi, what do you have for number one, please? Now, my number one is definitely Epcot. It's a great park. It has so many cool stories. I love the authenticity of it. It Oh, so again, with the great stories, there are stores like Mitsukoshi and the one in China. I do not know the name. My apologies. It's something I love about it is the festivals. It's a great way to change it up a little bit, but still keep the, the Epcot feel. It It's a good... It's just good if you don't want to just get bored of it every time you go, because, I mean, it can get, you know, it can get a little bit stale. I, again, I understand that it's not made for everyone, but it's definitely perfect for me. I love how open it is. It's so, like, I don't feel closed in. Again, with a lot of people, you know, that's not, that's not, like, it doesn't hold as much meaning, considering the people will kind of change that, but it is still, like, very, very on the open and nice. Club Cool was really cool. <laughs> the Beverly drink from Italy that he previously mentioned was really bitter, but it was fun to try. I did not expect that. I had heard there was a bitter one, but I really, I didn't know how bad it would be. Honestly, this might be personal bias, but I wouldn't change anything. I think for what it is, it's a good park. Again, understand it's not for anybody, not for everybody, but it's great for me. And I think it's, it can just stay the way it is. Oh, also, I'm glad Guardians of the Galaxy was added because again I don't like it but it is it is a good way to get other people to like the park I think it's good to expand that and still keep it as what it is so people who are there for other reasons but still like thrilling rides still have something that's nice for them all right Lexi well said Maddox number one please so I'm gonna say Hollywood Studios again I'm gonna go back to theming the areas, I would say, are the best. You have the entrance. I think that whole area is very cool. I'm trying to th- remember what time period it's supposed to be. And then you have, you know, the Star Wars land, which even ignoring, like, being a Star Wars fan, I think, like, looking at it, I think it's the most, like, detailed and immersive land that I've ever seen. It's got so many areas and Easter eggs that you can see. It's got, uh, like, an amazing ride. It's got... And then it's got the Millennium Falcon ride, which isn't that great. I mean, you know, it's pretty fun, but when you compare it to the uh, Rise of the Resistance, it's not really much. You also have Toy Story Land. They've put a lot of detail into making you feel like a, a toy. And, you know, of course, you have the classic Toy Story Mania there. And there are a lot of thrill rides, like I was saying earlier. They've got the Hollywood Tower Hotel, you know, Tower of Terror. They got the rock and roller coaster. They have, well, this is a little bit smart, but they have the slinky coaster. I've never ridden it, but you know, it's. I think it's more like a, like a, kitty roller. Not really a kitty roller coaster, but it's like, not. It's a, it's a family coaster. Family coaster, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and theming to- the Hollywood Tower Hotel is amazing for theming. There's the detail there and how, like, well they make it look like a decrepit old building while outside, like, you know, the, the queue is amazing. I don't really remember anything about the food except, except for in the Star Wars area, that one can, that one place, shoot, I don't even remember. Uh, the, docking, the docking bay. Yeah, the docking bay, sorry. The food was really good there. I think most of the food at these parks are going to be good. I can't say for sure, though. 
that might be all. I don't know. I don't think I'd change anything about it. All right, guys. Thanks so much for your input. My number one is, last but not least, Hollywood Studios. The ride selection is great. The Tower of Terror is still a Tower of Terror. It hasn't been converted. I hope it never is converted. And even when California Adventure had its Tower of Terror, the one at Hollywood Studios surpassed it by a lot. The park has some of the most iconic sit-down restaurants. You have the Brown Derby. You have Sci-Fi Dine-In. You have 50s Primetime Cafe. The Holiday Decor is fantastic. The park, just like Magic Kingdom, the park looks fantastic during Christmas. I love the Hollywood feel of the entrance. I'm very nostalgic for the old, the the golden days of Hollywood Boulevard and Hollywood itself. And the entrance to the park really brings that alive. Batu. It's the only theming in any park I've seen that rivals Harry Potter at the Universal Parks. You'll find droids scattered around the area and you'll find their footprints that got them to where they are. Um, you can, you'll be standing in one area and in the background, you'll hear a pod racer go by and you can stand there for hours and never hear it again. You can hear shuttles landing, shuttles taking off. Um, it's very well done. Uh, Phantasmic, though not as good as Disneyland's, Phantasmic is a very emotional show to watch. Um, it's second to none. Negatives, the Star Wars isn't the classic. So you're not going to see Han, Leia, Luke walking around. It's the newer movies, which, all right, I get it. Um, the Toy Story Land's a mess. I don't like the chaotic nature of the Toy Story Land. It's supposed to be a bunch of toys just dumped out, dumped out of a toy box, but not a fan. The layout of the park doesn't handle well, handle crowds well, and it gets bottlenecked bad. The quick service locations are lackluster. And that's all I have for Hollywood Studios. Uh, we hope this episode comes in handy during your next trip to Walt Disney World. We uh, had a lot of fun recording it, and I had a lot of fun editing it, believe me. Uh, when planning your next vacation, please consider using our services by visiting us at bellhop.travel. Our services are free and available 24-7, seven days a week. I leave you now with a quote from the late, great Mark Twain. Travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness, and many of our, many of our people need it sorely on these accounts. Broad, wholesome, charitable views of men and things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one little corner of the earth all one's time. Thank you for stopping by the Bellhop Desk. We do appreciate your attention. We hope to see you again soon, but please do remember check out time is 11 a.m. sharp. <laughs>